You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. wonderful co-host mr ray champagne how are you ray Sean? yeah better now that felt better yeah that was better that time yeah we had a little technical difficulties the first time y'all but y'all, y'all need to know about that but i'm but good you decided to let everyone know well, so we go, you know, unapologetic thanks. we gonna keep it real yeah, yeah. We, we ain't sorry we're gonna keep it all the no, way we real. Human. yeah exactly. yeah human nature yeah yeah well welcome back to welcome another back. show yes. you looking good as always thank you thank you you look handsome as well you see she hesitated with that so i'm gonna no, look I, me- I, I meant it i meant it no nah, she is all love here yeah, it's love month ain't it yes yes mm. happy first of the month yes wake up wake up wake up i know we should have made that one of our songs for tonight uh next time you guys remember that bone thugs and harmony first you know in banking that's like uh we got the no no nobody love it you just hate that day that's like just that day like that day. you just know that day so every first of the month, I always play on those. It gets me going. Uh, uh, all right. All right. Because it, it's true. Everything in that song they say about the first of the month is absolutely true, ladies and gentlemen. That's when people get paid. Yeah. And bills are due. All oh, right. Man. Well, happy Black History Month as well. Yes. Stay woke. Stay black. You know, all that. You know, I miss, like, one of my childhood men, real quick. Black History Month, where you always got to choose, you know, your favorite, you know, black historic figure mm-hmm. to do your report on. Right. I miss them days. Because I always did it on the same person every year. Who, Martin Luther King Jr.? Malcolm X. Oh, see, ah. I, I did do Malcolm X one year. Um, but I've also done Ray Charles. Ah, that was a good one. Um, Arthur uh, Ashe. Okay, okay. Once I had to do um, Benjamin Banneker. Oh, that's name? a good one. Yeah, that's his name. And then once I did Charles Drew. Oh, that's another good that one. That was another good one. But I remember one time in the sixth grade, our t- uh, sixth grade teacher, her name was Mrs. Mansell, she had us dress up as our uh, people that we did report mm-hmm. on. So I got to dress up as Malcolm X. For yeah, day. I dressed up as yeah. Ray Charles. Ah. And I have the pictures, so I'll have, ah. to, I'll have to show you those one day. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you know what we do on Unapologetic. We start off with celebrity and entertainment mm. news. So we're going to get to that Crazy in just a second. But. For our topic tonight, we're going to talk about love. Mm, Dun, dun, dun. You know, for some people, they have a hard time with it. And for some people, it's great because love is supposed to be great. So we're talking about love and dating and relationships and all that good stuff in celebration of Valentine's Day and Love Month. But first, let's go ahead and hop right into the celebrity and entertainment news. So speaking of love and dating and relationships and a historic figure. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world, he's definitely a legend, has admitted that he has 22 girlfriends and he's 84 years mm-hmm. old. Can you guess who that is? 84. 84. Had he's 22. 84. He's a music legend okay. and he has 22 girlfriends. Uh, good old Quincy Jones. Good old Quincy Jones. <laughs> good guess. All right. So 
for those of you that he, don't know this, Quincy Jones has actually been married three times. And maybe that's why he's like, you know what? I'm not going to go back down that road. I'm just going to go ahead and have a bunch of girlfriends. So. So wait, right. So wait, hold on. Is these like 22 girlfriends over a period of time or no, simultaneously? He, he currently has 22 girlfriends oh. and they all know about each other. Oh, and they're so he's all like, over the world. He like the, uh, the Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Without I, the mansion. I, I guess that's a way of putting it. I ain't, no, I ain't mad. That's gold. If I can have, don't you know how ludicrous? What did he say? I got pros in different areas, uh, hoes in different areas. Oh, we, we unapologetic them. So, ludicrous was talking about a Quincy being about it. So I ain't mad at it. that's goals right there. I'm 84 and unattached out here in these streets. That's how I'm doing it. Well, man. he says that all of the women know of each other, mm. and he proudly admits that he quote. He doesn't lie. And he said that most of them are between the ages of 28 and 42. And when he was asked the question about whether he dates someone around his age, his response was, quote, are you crazy? Oh, okay. We did hear about unapologetic. He said, quote, for what, man? There's nothing. There's no upside. You got to be kidding. I got me some technology out there that keeps the fat and old away from here. It buzzes if they're too old. But you'd be surprised. These women. The young ones are aggressive now. Oh my God, they're fearless, man, all over the world. So, yeah, Quincy is out here doing his thing. Man, he was so. out here living that life, man. No matter where he touched now, he got a home cooked meal waiting on him. I am not mad at that. Now, speaking of Quincy Jones, it looks like he has a little beef with another celebrity out here. And can you guess who that uh, beef is? Not with? At one all. of the biggest pop stars of our time right now. Jay Z? Taylor no, Swift. Oh, you said pop stars. Taylor Swift. Yes. Mm. So you already know he's worked with some of the biggest names from Michael Jackson to Aretha Franklin, even Everybody. Ray Charles. Right. Like, yes. Who came up together right. in the game. Yeah. So he's worked with legends. So, you know, he Absolutely. has pretty high standards. But when he was asked about what he thought of her songwriting skills, <laughs> he said, quote, I just imagine. Somewhere he 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 first he made a face. This is what he did. He he made a face that was somewhere between disapproval and disdain. But this is what he said: "Quote, we need more songs, man. Mm. Effing songs, mm. not hooks." <laughs> mm. And then <laughs> when the interviewer <laughs> proceeded to say that some people consider Taylor Swift to be one of the greatest songwriters of the day, oh, okay. he replied with, "Whatever crumbles your cookie." <laughs> So, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's not a fan. I'm going to ding the bell on that. Quincy Jones, man. God bless him. God bless him. But, I mean, again, like I said, he's worked with some of the most legendary artists out there. So it's understandable that he has some pretty high standards. But is Taylor Swift's songwriting skills, like, are they that bad? Because I, I dig some Taylor Swift songs. No, okay, she's good for her demographic. Like, you know, I know that she's for the ladies. She's for the girls. Girls mm-hmm. can relate to Taylor Swift, and I, re- I I I dig Taylor Swift because I've seen many different women from different backgrounds, generations relate to a Taylor Swift joint. Yeah. So, you know, I, I ain't trying to undermine the great Mr. Jones over there, but I I, I mean I don't own no Taylor Swift album. I don't be rocking it, but you know, she seems to reach the people. So that's good songwriting. Yeah. I would say so, but. You know, Quincy, Q, ain't that what they call they him? They call him Q. Q. He ain't digging. He, he ain't here for, look, look, Taylor, look what you made him do. 
gosh. All right. So here's something that's exciting. And Rayshawn, I know you're going to be excited about this, too, because you and I have this in common. Like, this is one of our favorite TV shows. So, you know, all of these shows now are doing these reboots. So mm-hmm. guess which one of our shows may be getting a reboot? Give me a hint. Damn, Gina. Ah, I was going to say it, but I didn't know. Martin. Yes, yes. So Martin Lawrence's fiance actually recently took to Instagram to say that he recently told her that a reboot may possibly be in the works. And Tisha Campbell actually recently did an interview. And during the interview, they asked her, would she be a part of a Martin reboot? And this is what she said. She said, quote, I can't say anything, but just wait and see. So it looks like there may be a reboot and Tisha is on board. So that in itself is a big deal. That's going to be dope. But hold on. Back when Martin first came out, you know, they were young, fresh, and hip. They a little older and a little bit, you know, more seasoned now. Uh, we, we can't still be doing the same thing. Or could we? I don't know how it works. It just has to be great writing. Yeah, That's it. It does. You, 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 you can't half-ass this. You, you have to bring it. Yeah. You know, and I think it would be cool because I like to see how they'll work, you know, Tommy into the story. Yeah, yeah. You but I'm, I mean? I'm looking no, no. forward to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm here for it. It, it looks like. I'm here for now, it. Now, the only thing that kind of makes me sad about it is obviously that Tommy won't yeah, be a part no, of the Tommy cast. Won't be there, so. um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with yeah, it. Now, so. speaking of Martin Lawrence, it looks like we may be getting a Bad Boys 3. So, for those of you that are fans of the Bad Boys series, I, I don't think um, Rayshawn over here is no, a huge fan. I, I, it's a little 10 years too late. Okay, we should have been had a Bad Boys 3. You know, that's what I'm just saying. Well, there was some production issues yeah, that caused I'm it to be you know, put sure. on hold for a little while. But dang, the last one came out, what, 15 years ago? 2003. Yeah, they're a little older now, okay? Have you seen... Will Smith and Martin Lawrence okay, like. Oh, now, wait a minute. Will Smith actually looks pretty good, and he recently joined Instagram. Let so me tell you. Will go Smith. Ahead and follow him because it's very entertaining. Uh, Will, that's my, that's one of my boys, too. That's who I look up to. But let me tell you something. Will Smith is starting to look like Uncle Phil now. Okay. No, I think. Let me not say that. Okay. Gonna All I'm going to say is I don't know what has happened <laughs> recently, but let's just say there's been some rejuvenation because he looks younger. <laughs> Oh, work done. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he looks young. Botox. Other than that. good. You know, maybe he changed his diet a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Changed his lifestyle we, we, a little bit. But nah, he must have been referred to Jada's doctor. There it is right now. Oh, I'm not going there with you. But for all of you out there that are interested in the Bad Boys film, uh, a release date has yet to be released. But according to Deadline, production will begin this August. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, of course I'm probably going to go see it, but I'm just saying, y'all are late. All right, well, here's another story for you that I know that you will be interested in. It is being reported that Basketball Wives LA star Tammy Roman has decided to rejoin the cast. Now, for those of you that are Basketball Wives fans, like Rayshawn, <laughs> really? she recently <laughs> said that she was not going to be a part of the show anymore and that she was planning on leaving the series, but... She apparently has decided that she wants to come back. So she won't be alone when she returns because reportedly there are two new ladies that are joining the cast. So they haven't revealed who they are yet. But I'm curious to see who those women are. 
Well, Shani ain't no fool. See, Shani know that Tammy, come on now. We watched the show for Tam. Tam makes the show. So that price was right. She cut that check. There you go, Tam, get your money. Now, speaking of reality TV, there's one more person who has decided to go back. Can you guess who? <laughs> she was recently in the White House. Uh-oh. Omarosa. Yes. Omarosa <laughs> revealed that she is going to be on the upcoming season of Celebrity Big Brother. So um, Another one that needed a check. Okay. She's just checking for a check. <sighs> Not mad at her, but that's a reality hoe right there for you. All right. And for our final story of the evening... I know Rayshawn and I talked about this a little bit because I, I had to share the news as soon as I heard it because I was so excited about it. But it, for those of you that follow the career of Aretha Franklin, there have been talks for years of her doing a biopic. And there were all of these different names that were being thrown around out there. Who could play Aretha? But first of all, the biopic is happening. And secondly, a person has been picked. So Rayshawn, go ahead and reveal who that person is. The mediocre Jennifer Hudson. Okay. Well, first of all, I did not need that extra shade. Okay. Um, and yes, it's Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson. Hudson. She's not no. mediocre. She's a great talent. Well, that's a mediocre choice. Uh, you know what? Low key, she should have chose somebody that we never seen or heard of. Okay, I can understand why you would say that. Mm-hmm. Someone like, you know, a fresh new talent face, whatever. I, I get yeah. that and I'm not mad at that. But are you really mad at this choice? I mean, that's not a bad choice. Because... I mean, let me let me keep it all the way 100 because you know her original choice was <laughs> I was, Halle Berry. No, I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad at it. You weren't mad at it because you're like, if you're going to do it, Aretha, go for the best. Go for and the gold. Exactly. Halle, first of all, Callie cannot sing. Aesthetically, Halle looks nothing like Aretha Franklin, okay. aside from a short haircut. Hold on. Nah. Was Halle singing in Dorothy Dandridge? Was that her voice? Or was she lip singing? Do- exactly. Well, okay, so I'm sorry. Give you that. Can we at least pick someone that has some physical similarities? I'm just saying. It's a biopic. Okay, what physical similarities did Jennifer Hudson have? She ain't fat no more. Well, Aretha wasn't always overweight. First of all, she's not overweight currently. But Aretha wasn't always overweight. When she first started off, okay. she was slimmer. You know, Aretha has had ups and downs. Yeah, with her yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. She goes up, up and down. down. Up and down. She's pretty much down for the most part. I don't think she's coming back up. She can't come back up. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not, I guess, I don't know. I was looking for somebody else. Just, okay, so who would you hit select it? I, I know you just you. said someone Somebody that's not famous, but not if you fact. had a famous person, like who would you pick? Nah, she can't act. Who? Fantasia. Uh, uh, well. See, I'm going for well, the We only voice. have one thing we can base that off of, which was her Lifetime movie. So how you bad... Play it yourself, though. That's how I, it's a movie about you, and you have to struggle to play you. Yeah, okay. Oh, um, yeah. I have nothing to say about that. Nah, she can't act either. Because I okay, put it like, are they going to be lip syncing to their Aretha's like, I mean, voice, I'm or are they going to sure, be re-syncing? I'm, I would be thinking that there would be some lip singing involved. I would, I would think so, right? Because the Jennifer Hudson, that great of an actress, and we just caught up in a moment of and I'm telling you, like that Jean well, girl. I was gonna ask, what's the last film that we've seen her in? Huh. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
you picked her because she is the only person out here who kind of sounds like you. Vocally. Vocally, and who's had some acting background. I was like, that's the only reason why you chose her. I was like, well, that was a safe choice. Well, I'm not mad at the choice. I mean, of course I'm going to watch the movie. You know how I feel about the queen. She taught all these girls out here how to sing. Yes. That rhyme. Yes, she did. So, all right. Well, uh, that's our entertainment and celebrity yes. news portion of the show. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and talk about love. So we have some interesting song choices tonight because they're based off of the recent Grammy winners. And so we yeah. tried to relate it to love. So we've picked Grammy winners that have love, love songs. songs. Yeah. All right. So what's the first song that's up? Uh, we're going to do a little That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. All right. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. All right, so guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right That was Bruno Mars with That's What I Like. That's What I Like. I like that song. You know, it took a while to grow on because it's like I heard that song before, but then, you know, he be going in. Man, he he saw the hell out that one. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did. Man, he went in. Congratulations right. to Bruno. He yeah. swept the Grammy. Like, he went like 16 of them or something. Oh, gosh. All right, guys. So we're back on Unapologetic, and we're talking about love. Since, you know, in honor of February and Valentine's Day month. Stacey, are you in love currently right now? Are you going to put me on a spot like that? Hey, That's go, what we going to get right to That's it. That's what we going to do. That's what we going to do tonight. We're talking about love. Yes. I, you are in love. I am in love. Are I, you in love? No. Yes. With yourself. Hey, who else is going to be dope? But, you know, uh, I can honestly admit, and I'm not bragging, and I'm not, you know, it just is what it is. I have never been in love before. Well, how do you know you haven't been in love? Mm, Okay, I don't know this. Okay, so let me ask you, have you loved someone? I mean, in a romantic sense? Yeah. In the way that you're talking? I don't. I said it was love, but when I look back on it, nah. Okay, so what do you think being in love consists of? Like, what's that definition for you? For that, uh, for me, being in love with someone is kind of like you just want this person here. They don't have to do nothing. They don't have to say nothing. Here. <laughs> here. <laughs> here. You know, I only she just did. <laughs> we have to explain that a little late. Uh, the fact that you know, like your existence, like you ain't got to do nothing but just be right there. And I'm straight. Like, and then when your presence isn't around me, it's like I'm not comfortable. Mm, okay, that's kind of. It's like you know, I'm. I'm not at ease. I'm restless. You know, I, I, I can't focus. I can't concentrate. It's like I, I don't have what I need right here. And that's how I look at love. It, well, it's interesting that you say that because Steve Harvey recently said that to Tony Braxton. So Tony hmm. Braxton asked, when do you know that he's the one? And he said it's based off of how that man feels when there's separation between you. Hmm. He said if that man can't function, if he feels like his world is off, like something has totally thrown him off when you're not around, he feels like he just can't be himself. He's just not in his normal character and self and being. That's when that man knows that you're the one. And it's interesting because 
So I didn't even know that. I've heard that before um, from someone else. And so I was like, oh, okay. So when you kind of reiterated that, I guess for men, that's when you guys know that you're in love. Yeah, because we are, we were wanderers. I'll admit that. You know, because mind you, the number of women outnumber the number of men. So it's like, what, every four to five women is one man? See what I'm saying? So we have our pick of whatever we want. You know what I'm saying? The man, mm. we do. Mm. <laughs> I'm mm. uh, I, I ain't going to lie. I'm unapologetically glad to be a man, okay? One of the best things ever. But what I'm saying is, so when we find that one that just, this is the one we just always want around. Yeah. You know, it's because now I'm never, now I'm single now. I, I ain't with no one. And there's no one out there that I want around in that way. So there's no one that you're really interested in that you're like, okay, I could see myself, you know, pursuing this into a relationship. Um. Okay. Maybe. How many? Because I have to ask with you. I never know. There's one. Okay. There's one. All right. Sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. We are being uh, unapologetic. You put me on blast. I did. So it's like one. I guess we'll do is like a game of spades. (laughs) One definite. Maybe another possible. (laughs) Okay. So what is okay? So what is holding you back from being with that one person and keeping this possible around? Like, why not just move forward with that one person? Uh, one person don't want me. Oh, yeah. so it's one sided. It's one sided. So why not just move with the possible, the person that wants you? Oh, well, because complications. Like, I'm crazy busy. You're crazy busy. Our lives are just kind of all of with the possible. But I think that's another one-sided, too. That's another one-sided matter. I mean, there's plenty out there. If I could just choose to be with someone, to be with someone, that's that, that that's nothing. But I'm talking about love. If I'm going to choose to be with someone, I'm going to love you. No, I totally feel that. But but you know, it's a lot of people who I don't think have. But I, I guess I can't say that. What is being in love for you? Well, you know what? We're actually going to talk about the signs of being in love according to Cosmopolitan Magazine. Okay, I want it according to Stacey Smith. But according to me, (laughs) I think for me, how I recognize that I was in love, specifically with the person that I'm with, is that I put my well-being on hold to make sure they were good. Okay. And... You know, I've actually been I've been going through a very selfish phase of my life. And it's funny because you went through this phase. What, about two years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, like Rayshon and I have been, you know, friends for a very long time. And I remember he was going through his selfish phase and he said it like I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm just really focusing on me and what's best for me. And. Mm-hmm. He and I have been through similar, you know, situations in our lives where we really had to put ourselves on the back burner to take care of others. And so for me, this was the first time in my life that I was like, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to just concentrate on Stacy and put Stacy first. And I was really gung ho in that until this person came along 
And I totally changed that. Now, previously in relationships, I will say I've never been so selfless in my relationships. And a lot of that was because I was afraid of being hurt. So it's like, well, I can't give you my all yet mm. because how do I know you're not going to hurt me? How how do I know this is going to, you know, blow back up in my face and I'm going to feel stupid for, you know, giving you my all, right? Right. But with this person, I didn't have those thoughts. It just naturally happened. So for me, one of the signs of being in love is when you put yourself you know what I'm saying? On hold because you're thinking more of the well-being of that other person. Hmm. I can see that. That That's just for me. But since we were talking about the signs of being in love, let's hop right into them. So according to Cosmopolitan magazines, if you're – well, magazine. If you're over here wondering, like, am I in love? I think I love this person. You know, maybe Did like Rayshon. Um, <laughs> these are some signs, according to Cosmopolitan, that you are in love. All right. So number one. You talk about things you'll do together in the future without realizing you're talking about the future. Now, that's a good one because I feel like that's something that I did while dating. It was like all of a sudden we were talking about things together. It it was no longer when I. It was, well, when we. Right, 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 right. So I think that's a good one. What do you think? Um... If I'm thinking about this person, I'm thinking about we already making plans like for the summer, mm-hmm. like trips and stuff like that. Okay, see, he's trying to be a little shy. I'm gonna get it out of him. I'm gonna get some more <laughs> juice out of him. I'm, I'm gonna get it for you. I'm get it for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, the next one. Okay. When you say I miss you, it's because you really do miss them after only a day apart. Okay. I think, yeah. Because uh, I, I have found myself, I'm not going to lie, you know, B, you know, remember in Crazy in Love, she said, when you leave, I'm begging you, you not, not to go, go call your name two, three, three times, times in a row. row. I've done that. <laughs> I will admit it. Oh, uh, so your ass been crazy I, in love. I, yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. I have been that person, like, where it's like, no, don't leave. Um, no, nah, you get the hell on <laughs> for a little while, but then you can come on back. Okay. Now, here's a good one. Number three, you can't remember the last time you thought about your ex. Okay, nah, because I've been through a lot of shit with my ex. So. Okay, but see, you're bitter. Yeah, very. But the thing is, if you were really in love, you would be so focused on the person that yeah, you're with that you wouldn't true. even be bothered by whatever happened in but your past. I, I think because my situation is so one-sided, I'm not getting any reciprocation. Well, any reciprocation the way that I want. So I think that's why. But that's a good one. That's All a right. Good one. I'm going to read one more, but then we're going to go to break. Sure. Okay. okay. Things you okay. usually hate seem okay and even fun when you're doing them with that person. Okay, if it wasn't for this person, I wouldn't be a, a roller coaster freak. Ah! <laughs> so, are you normally like afraid of roller coasters? Oh, I hated roller coasters. Like, I never, ever, ever, ever did roller coasters. See the point? You just gotta let go. Now, you just gotta let go. For me, it was getting on a motorcycle with him. Okay. Because normally I would be like, I am not getting on this motorcycle with you because I had to really like put this trust. Yeah, into him like completely that this man is not gonna know crash. What the hell he knows? Right. Not gonna end both of our lives here. Yeah, so for me, right. that was a big deal. 
And I can say that I wasn't afraid. I was comfortable. I felt safe. So yeah, that that was a good sign. All right, guys, we're gonna go to yeah. break. Yeah, what's the next song we got? Well, our, our love thing, Grammy. I think we're doing. Oh, is it "Love" by Kendrick Lamar? Love. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic in in honor of February. We're talking about love. So that was the perfect song, right? To go right into this. Yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, Kendrick nice Lamar with love for those yeah. of you that didn't catch that. All right, Showing so the soft side we're talking about the signs of when you're in love. So just in case you were, you know, wondering, like, am I in love? We're going to help you. All right. We're going to mm. give you some signs to know some when you're sign. in love. All right. So let's hop right back into it. All right. So number five, you're comfortable with making little sacrifices for them. And that's exactly what I talked about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Making a little sac- like, OK, wait, sacrifice your time, sacrifice your what, uh, your money. What, 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 what we sacrificing? OK, well, I guess a good example would be like if they got sick. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing for you to go over there and take care of them. Like there wasn't even a second thought. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. Oh, get well. I don't okay. want to catch what you had. Now, it was more of, okay, what do you need? Do you need some soup? Do you need some medicine? Now, the, I remember before the break, I talked about the Cedar Point trip, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the rides I got on the manja, I was a baby in that whole roller coaster thing because I didn't do them before. I got the worst motion sickness ever. I mean, I'm turning green, yellow, all that. You know, I, I got a, the other the person that you keep talking about made sure that I was straight the entire time. Make sure I had ice. Now, you need ice. You need water. Here, take that. Okay, you good? Okay, let's go. Okay, hold on, y'all. He ain't right. So I'm like, okay, you are very attentive to making sure I'm straight. What, what, what the hell is it with that? Mind you, like you said, that's a, that's a sign of being in love. I didn't do that. But you're saying that this, that this person doesn't feel the same way that you feel about them. Mm-mm. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on maybe an episode so. I Hate Dating or something. All right. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, with our relationship experts, including myself. But, you know, that's a whole other conversation. All right. Let's go to the next sign. They're the something good that you think about when everything else is really rough. So let's say, for example, because I know you can relate to this, Rayshon. If work is driving you crazy, but when you think about them, you get a little bit excited to see them because you know you're going to see them when you get off of work. Next. And so that makes things a little better. Let me go to the next. See, no, 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 because I feel that way about you and I ain't in love with you. I love you a great deal, but I ain't in the... Okay. Ha. <laughs> well, <right>. no more. <laughs> okay. Long time ago, y'all. Y'all didn't know that though. Next sign. <laughs> you feel safe when you're around them. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Do you feel safe? I feel safe. Yeah. Like, remember we just talked yeah. about that, like, with the whole motorcycle thing. Mm, yeah. So. And, hey, I don't go no roller coaster with just anybody. Hell no. Mind you, I have no, I'm a control freak. If I'm not in control of the situation, I get like, you know, anxiety is bad. So that's why, like, nah. All right. Next 
one. Let's see. Number eight, you're comfortable enough around them to make bad jokes and be your fully weird self. Now, that's one that you and I have talked about before when you can just be completely yourself. And as I say, show all of your crazy. So that way there's no surprises. And if you show all of their crazy and they're still there, you've got a winner. Okay, Rayshawn, what's with that face? Because they can't see that. So what what are you making that face for? Um, No comment. <laughs> okay, number nine. <laughs> you keep seeing things out in public that you know that they would love. Now, that's another one because I find myself, if I see something that I know that he likes or he would like, I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and get that. Okay. Like, I'll give you a prime example. So there's this new Geico commercial with He-Man. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah, it's it's funny. But it's He-Man. And every time this commercial comes on, he gets so excited. It's almost like he turns into that little seven or eight-year-old little boy that's watching that He-Man cartoon. But he gets so excited when this Geico commercial comes on. And so my guy is like a coffee guy. He loves his morning coffee. So I was like, I'm going to find him a He-Man mug. I don't know why that came into my head, but I found a He-Man mug, and he loves it. So, little stuff like that. Good job, Stace. Thank you. You know, I, I try. I try. All right. I got a yellow sweater. Okay. Do you care to elaborate? That person's favorite color is yellow. So, you bought them a yellow sweater. When did you do this? For it was a birthday gift, not this past birthday. Birthday fell last, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. What's my favorite color, Rachel? Black. <laughs> All right, good job. All right, number ten. They are your person, meaning when something really good or really bad happens, they're the first person you go to. Because a lot of people, that's my person. No, it's like that person that no matter what you are comfortable sharing it with. Um. Okay. Yeah. These are all good points. Like, like I told, I told Stacey a long time ago. I always have an opinion about everything, and I will vocalize that. But what I tell you is the best way to shut me up is when you hit me with something that I can agree with. Because it's like I can't argue that. Like, all of these points, it's like, okay, yeah, okay. All right, number 11, you're not worried about scaring them off. So, again, you show all your crazy, and they're accepting of it, and you're not even worried about, oh, my gosh, what are they going to think? Like, you're just yourself. You're comfortable. Like, the good, the bad, the ugly, and like, damn, you still around. You still here. All right. yeah, we had that conversation the other day. That, that was funny. Okay, this is so weird, guys, because I feel like he is over here in like this little, I don't know, like a zone of me talking about these things. He's over here. He's turning red, guys. And wait, oh, red. No, yes, he's over here no. blushing. He's over here getting ah, quiet. Getting, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but have you noticed that he has gotten like less and less talkative as we were talking about <laughs> these things? This is hilarious. Okay, number 12. Little things like going to the grocery store are better when they're around. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that Meyer sniffing candles, dog? 
Oh God! Do you, okay, he is really over here blushing about sniffing oh, these candles with this person. Man. Okay, I think it's safe to say, Rayshad, you're in love. Nah, no, 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 no. Infatuation. Okay, here's one. Okay, they annoy the hell out of you, but you still want to be around them. Do I get annoyed? That may be the other way around. I think I may annoy this person. I may annoy them. Okay, here's one. You don't freak out if they don't text you back right away. Okay, there's this app called Glide. And it's like these video text messages. That's, that's kind of what it's called. Instead of like typing a message, you just send a quick video and you just send. We do this all the time. But the cool thing with Glide is it lets you know when a person is watching your message. Mm-hmm. So I know when you're seeing it, mm-hmm. you just choose not to reply. And I'm like, oh, whatever. No big deal. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Yes, Ray, we are. Rashad needs a moment. Yes. All right. And, and the next song we got is, ooh, it's one of my favorites. It's The Shape of You by Mr. Ed Sheen. Yes, another Grammy winner. Another Grammy. All right, guys. We'll be right back. We are back on the shape of you. And tonight we're talking about love and signs to know when you are in love. So that song was more about lust, but well, you know, and nah. I love lust. You got to get through that to get to the love. <laughs> all right. So the next sign of being in love for all of you out there that are curious to know if you're in love is when they're sad, you're genuinely sad too. You agree with that one? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want them to be sad. Right. I I, I agree. That's one of those things. Like, when he's not right, I'm not right. Don't be sad. Yeah. So, we're on the same page with that one. All right. Next one. You're actually entertained by their cute childhood photos. I'm guilty of this. Because whenever I see his little childhood photos, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you were so cute. And then I start thinking about what our child's going to look like. Oh, yeah, you gone. Yeah. Yeah, you out of here. I think we're going to skip down from crazy in love to dangerously in love with you. You start putting the kids together. (laughs) I ain't said that. Oh, gosh. All right, here's another one. You'd rather stay in and do nothing with them than go out. This is me. Oh, we've done this. We made plans to go out. Made plans. And then, you really want to do it? Nah, let's just cheat. Okay, yeah. Yeah, made plans to go. I got dressed up. Every told the people who going to be there on our way, everything. Just kicked it on inside. All right. Our next one. You want to show them all of your favorite things. Guilty of that. All right, you have to refrain yourself from talking about them with your friends all the time. But you don't. You don't. Oh no! Why should I refrain? You don't. You I go love talking all... about mommy. <laughs> yeah, she one of those. Your yes, and I will say when I have a husband, I will oh, be that woman that is my shit. husband. Yes, that will be me. All right. Okay, I'm just kidding, guys. All right. No, she ain't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you've started thinking about introducing them to your family. Well, you've already done that. Get get over to who I'm talking about. (laughs) Really? (laughs) So you ain't met nobody. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, you regularly catch yourself doing a little stalking on their social media. No, I just go by the job. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, and here is the last one, guys. You want to do things you've already done again just so that they can be there with you this time. Yeah, yeah, we both guilty of that. Yeah. That's yeah. He's in love. Nah, I, I'm still not sold because now. You had all of the signs. I read 22 and you had all 22. Okay, you wrote, you read the signs of love according to, um, who is it, Cosmo. Cosmopolitan. I'm going to read the signs that you're in love. Okay, we don't have that time. So No, 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 it's real quick. Just a quick <laughs> paragraph. And this is according to live science. So this is scientific right here. All right, let's hear it. You bounce between exhilaration, euphoria, increased energy, sleeplessness, loss of appetite, trembling, a racing heart, and accelerated breathing, as well as pa- anxiety, panic, and feelings of despair when your relationships suffer even the smallest setback. These moves bring, these moves swings parallel the behavior of drug addicts and we all say that love is one hell of a drug and if that's being in love according to science that sounds like you were having a nervous breakdown to me i don't want no part to that so i'm straight over here i don't know about that now have you experienced any of that restlessness what i can say is i've gone through that during a breakup anxiety during a breakup Ah, uh, see. Okay, now what about that, you know, bouncing back from exhilaration to your four? Now, that sounds like it could be fun. That sounds like yeah, skydiving. I've been there. Well, we just got, uh. So, in, in, in all that other, like, when y'all had, like, the small, like, the biggest fight, do you feel like, oh, God, it's over. You don't love me no more. No. How y'all can sometimes it's just, it's really hard. Like, it's difficult for me when we do have a fight. But what I can say is we make up pretty quickly. And that's one of the things that I do love about my relationship with this person where I'm like, okay, this one is a little different. It's because I can't stay mad at him. Hmm. So that's how you know it's love. For me, that's kind of a big deal for me. So it's Because basically... I can hold a grudge. I can't hold a grudge, but Um, with him, I can't. So is it kind of safe to say is when you just kind of your thoughts, feelings, and cares, you put to the side because it's all about the other person? Like I said, for me, I think that's one of the indications that I was in love. So I would Uh, say, yes, that's one of the signs. For me, is if I want you around all the time because I never want anybody around all the time. I don't. Like, I'm such a loner, y'all. I'm so independent. I've just been alone my whole life. And if I want you around all the time, that's how I know. All right, guys. Well, it's been a great show talking about being in love. And in case you guys want to reference uh, those signs of being in love, you can go ahead and check it out on uh, Cosmopolitan.com, 22 Signs That You're Falling in Love. And this show has been brought to you by Cara the Esthetician. All right. So for all of you guys that need some good skincare out there, because I know a lot of you ladies are out there hiding some things under makeup. Okay. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than having bad skin and putting makeup on top of it. So Cara is going to actually help you out. So if you guys are interested in utilizing Cara, you can go ahead and check her out at Quinlan Salon and Spa so that she can go ahead and, you know, 
get your skin together. All right. So make sure that you look up Quinlan Salon and Spa in Bloomfield Hills if you're in the Michigan area and schedule an appointment with Cara the Esthetician. All right, guys, it's been a great show. We're looking forward to talking to you next month. Yes, I know you got to wait a whole month. Okay. But first Thursday every month at 7 p.m., we're going to be right back at it. So we look forward to talking to you guys then. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes, have a happy Valentine's Day. In love. Stay in love. All right, we're out of here. Peace out.